Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Heading across the ditch to talk to Jimmy Smith. They only went to ads about five seconds after us, so I'd imagine he'll be there about now. There he is. There he is, Staffy. Hey, bro. There he is. How are you, bro? Oh, look, another great test win for the Black Caps. Um, you're, always, <laughs> you're always reminding me how good our cricket team is and our women's cricket team beat Pakistan. It's a great weekend to be a Kiwi. Yeah, I love how wobbly they got chasing 130. That's fantastic. Tim Southey. Five down. Tim Southey, 35th birthday today. Happy birthday, Timmy. He said it's the worst test pitch he's ever played on. <laughs> well, at least he played. <laughs> we, we had pitches over here he didn't play on. I saw For all sorts that. of different reasons. It was horrific. Uh, Dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny how... So James Battle is our technical expert here at SEN in Sydney, right? And and he's as, as good as it gets, right? So mm-hmm. he just wandered in. He can fix computers and all sorts of things. He, he just wandered in and said, why didn't they just bowl from one end? And I'm like... <laughs> Too logical. What a great idea. <laughs> Too logical. Yeah, but, but seriously, it was at one end, right, was the issue. I know Nick Maddinson came out and said, this, this is totally drenched, this pitch. But I've done that in, in um, over 35s games, right? We worked out... We run too much during change of overs, right? <laughs> so you just bowl 15 overs from one end and then turn around and bowl 15 overs from the other end. And you get through the game really quickly. What, for the sake of the broadcast, do the broadcasters care that you're all bowling from one end? No. Couldn't care less? No, I think they all look the same because they've got behind the bowler, they've got the behind the bowler uh, cameras at both ends. So it looks exactly the same Correct. to the people at home. Exactly right. So who cares? Mm. There's a solution. There is a solution. I wonder solution. if that was considered. I wonder if that was considered last night. Mm. Hey, Jimmy, mm. Um, mm. the Australian women's sevens team have picked up two wins from two tournaments this year. I'm wondering, does yeah. that make the news over there? They are incredible. They are so good. Okay, so it just flashed up on, we were out here preparing for the show. I know it doesn't sound like it, but we do it on occasion. But uh, <laughs> so... They, they went up there, Charlotte Catholic being interviewed, and you go, this is one of the best Australian sporting teams. Mm-hmm. Um, it was on Fox Sports News, so they broadcast the, the Rugby Sevens around the globe. And I'm looking at that and we're saying, well, they're clearly going to be ranked number one in the world for the Olympics. Yep. And, and there's a lot of the um, women there that have stuck around, Charlotte Catholic being one of them. She'll be going to her third Olympics. Right? And you look at it and you go, yep, world-class world side, literally world-class side. Beyond Charlotte, every single one of them could walk down the street and be unrecognised. Yeah, that, would, that was sort of what I thought. Like our, our Blackfern Sevens girls, uh, they couldn't walk down the street and get not get recognised, if you know what I mean. And I'm, I'm just, I'm just uh, alluding your listeners, you have a fantastic team that play an incredible brand of entertaining Sevens rugby. They were simply outstanding. Um, you know, um, well, I talked about Charlotte Caslick. We had Dom DeToy, who um, the, the high-performance guys at, at the women's uh, rugby uh, for the Sevens is a guy named Tommy Carter, who you would know from Super Rugby. Yep. Um, I think he was the most hated guy in Super Rugby. He certainly was the most hated guy in club rugby <laughs> in Sydney, in the shoot shield. He just used to get under everyone's skin, teammate included. But um, via my connection with him, Don DeToy came in, and she did about a week's 
um, work experience here during the course of okay. Christmas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, a delight, a, an elite athlete, and then it gives you a, a greater understanding and a greater appreciation of, of how good these girls are. Madison Levi, have you seen her? Scary good. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like six foot five or whatever she is. Could have been an – did play AFL, then went, oh, yeah, I think I'll give a go on the wing and just scores tries for fun. Yeah. No, they are, they are just – just brilliant, just brilliant. We actually had on our show yeah. today uh, Mealy Kerr, and she captained the New Zealand cricket team against Pakistan on Saturday in Queenstown. She's, I think she's about 22, um, took three for 11 off her four overs, got 35 off 31 with the bat. Big call, big early call. I think at the end of the career she will be recognised as, well, definitely New Zealand's best ever cricketer and nudging the best ever cricketer in the world ever. Sophie Sophie Devine goes past Sophie Devine. Yeah, is is Sophie Devine New Zealand's greatest women's cricketer? Um, Debbie Hockley probably is. Um, she's a few years ago now. I think she's sort of um, recognised as the goat. But we've got Sophie Devine and Susie Bates both in their mid thirties. Susie Bates has scored more ODI international runs than any other man, woman, or child in history. Did you know that? Really? Mm-hmm. More than Sachin Tendulkar? Yep. Who played, I think he played 400 ODIs, didn't he, Sachin? Yep. No, he played 200 test I didn't matches, look up the stat to verify it, but I heard it from two separate sources over the weekend. The most ODI oh, runs. Oh, maybe, oh, maybe oh, it was T20. Go. It might have been T20, but it was one of the forms. Uh, are you down the pub, say, late Saturday, no, but and I'm looking, someone I'm, says... I'm looking out the window at the pub, which is going to get my uh, custom in about <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yep. yep. Team um, New Zealand. Monday. Yeah. Okay. Sneaky beers on a Monday, Staffy. Well, look, it's it's the run into Christmas. I call it training for Christmas. Right. Uh, good point. I, I'm not a big drinker. I need a little few rehearsals. Okay. Hey, we're doing hypotheticals here today. So the hypothetical Coach K gave to me, and I answered immediately was, <laughs> you can lose your middle finger on your left hand yeah. and be healthy for the remainder of your life, that is never get sick, or you keep it and then suffer the slings and arrows, uh, re-health. What do you do? Goodbye, digit. Oh, 100%. I, am, I answered in the same amount of time that you took. Yeah. Just get rid of it. Yeah, get rid of, I've had my health scares over my life, and they aren't fun. I would, if, if The diagnoses I've had over my lifetime, and thank goodness I've still got a life, if they had said, mate, we can get rid of that if we take your finger off, I'd hold my hand out. Exactly. Yeah. You know, um, Graham. Uh, you don't know Graham Mackay, played for the New South Wales in the mid-1990s, dissecated his finger really badly in a state Illawarra. of origin game. Played which... for Illawarra. No? No, you're thinking of Brad Mackay. Oh, I'm thinking of Brad Mackay with a beautiful curly yeah. perm, yeah. Magnificent hair, actually, yeah. Mm. Now, Graham Mackay, big winger, like first of the really big wingers, would have been 115, 118 Oof. kilos. Yep. Um, playing playing for New South Wales, they, they were struggling to put it back in. He said, cut it off. <laughs> The doctor said, what? He said, cut it off. I've got to get back out there. Cut it off. But in the end, I think they strapped it together, and, and so he went back out there and played. But he said, yeah, cut it off. There's an, there's an All Black did that, couldn't go on tour, or it was a cricketer or an All Black famously, and they said, you can't go on tour, your finger's bung. He did cut it off and went and toured. I'll find out who that was. Well, Angus Crichton had his career threatened, and he kept dislocating the same finger, and he just said, well, cut it off. Jeez, and t- so he has. He's... 
Tougher hombres than you and me, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> heavy anaesthetic. Yeah. Heavy, heavy anaesthetic. Uh, Eddie Jones, quickly, mate, Eddie Jones. Plonker. Oh, but it'll make good fodder for us. By crikey, it'll make good fodder. Go, Ed. Go, Ed. Go, Ed. Uh, Go, Ed. Good on you. Hey, you, en- you, en- you enjoy those couple of beers this afternoon. Absolutely. James, chat Friday.